it's a pretty unique um, way of getting some sort of like VIP access to a, to a brand. It's by getting recommended by somebody. So we always recommend to give something that's actually unique and customers react pretty well to that. And if you have to choose which side of the deal gets a better deal or a better reward, it's always the friend. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Do you want an army of people who are going to advocate and sell your products for you online? That is exactly what we're going to talk about today. Um, it is a super fun episode because we get to go deep into how do referrals actually work? How does tracking of the referrals actually work? How should you compensate for people who are referring your business? In my mind, in, in the way that I've really become uh, understanding of this area is that it's the only thing that could ever really compound in your business to an astronomical level. Those referrals from other people who are sending business back to your business advertising you have to spend organic you have to spend time but referrals it's other people doing the work for you and so this episode we really dive deep into how you can use referrals to scale your business have an amazing foundation just continue to reward those who take care of your business for you and really go through a great piece of software with it as well so you guys are going to learn a lot here please grab some to take notes with and enjoy Okay. Raul, thanks for joining us on the on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So tell us, and I've actually heard of the brand. Maybe a lot of people have heard of the brand, but um maybe give some insight into it and then we can we can go from there. So like referral candy, what is it? I mean the name actually says a little bit, but like what is it and what have you guys evolved to? Because I, I guess I've known about the brand for a while, but I feel like there's so many things that have changed in the years that I've heard of you guys. So maybe you can kind of give a little bit of evolution and we can go from there. Yeah. So we are a referral software for e-commerce stores. So essentially what we do is that we help them create and run a referral program in a way that it's automated. So uh, when a customer comes in, they get uh, a referral link they can share with their friends. That referral link is connected to a coupon code and then uh, the, the friends that click on the referral link can make a purchase. We track the whole referral activity from the moment that the friend clicks on the referral link and then makes a purchase. And then we send rewards to the the customer that, that make the, re- the recommendation in the first place. So uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty kind of simple, pretty straightforward. Um, our, our idea is to help merchants have this whole system streamlined in a way that it's uh, automated. And We've been around for a while. We started in in 2010. I joined the company in uh, 2016. Uh, so we've we've been around forever. <laughs> I remember uh, actually back in in 2020 was our our 10 year anniversary as a company. And I I remember I looked on um, Internet Archive, uh, the Shopify app store back then. I think there were like less than 100 apps back in in 2010. Wow. Um. And so yeah, it was it was yeah it was kind of funny to see that screenshot by, from from back then. But uh, yeah, I mean things have changed a lot in the, in the referral marketing landscape things have changed a lot um however we have uh, decided to remain niche in referrals uh, like a lot of uh, kind of other other uh, companies that operate in the same space have decided to maybe expand into 
loyalty and just have referral as kind of one feature of that of that kind of that, that software. But we we believe in referrals. We think that it's an a channel that deserves its own attention and not necessarily just you know uh, kind of like a nice to have. Um, so yeah, that's why I mean for the past what 13, 13 years now we've decided to just keep improving the 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 software and include more integrations more kind of more features but always with uh referrals as a kind of core part of the product whenever you guys are in i guess walk me through the timeline or or like or how does this process work but like for example, we had a guy in our uh program actually mentioned today i think in the facebook group he said Hey, a friend of mine was asking, like, you know, if I should, like, what can I send out a referral to my friends? Like, I want to, I want to send this referral to a friend of a friend or whatever that I already know your brand. Like, what would they do in that situation? Or like, how, how exactly does that process go for the brand owner to give out individual, unique, like identifiers or codes to each one of the potential customers or people referring? Yeah. So on referral candy, we have, uh, there's several ways that you can invite customers to join the program. Um, the most commonly used one is the one that I mentioned earlier, where where new customers are just automatically invited to join the program, either with a post-purchase email or with some sort of pop-up that shows up uh, after the purchase, kind of like a thank you, like thank you for your purchase that type of pop-up. Um, but you can also invite your past customers to join the referral program. So obviously, by the time an e-commerce store decides to run a referral program, they've probably been around for a while. I mean, that's probably the reason why they want to launch a referral program. It's because their customers are asking for it. That's usually the number one reason is that, you know, some customer success rep gets, you know, a message from a customer saying like, you know, I just refer like five friends, like, you know, can I get something in exchange, right? Um, and so, so yeah, so by the time that they decide to launch a referral program, they've been around for a while, they probably have thousands of customers in their database. So one of the things that we'd recommend uh, that store owners do is that they import this list of past customers into the referral program so they can invite all of them to join to join the program. So, uh, so yeah, either by having new customers get automatically enrolled or by inviting past customers or a combination of both. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, and typically uh, we also recommend that if you are, if you're using, uh, I don't know, different social media channels or if email, like your email kind of newsletter, uh, something that works pretty well, uh, whatever, whatever, uh, communication channel you're using to connect with your customers, you use that to promote your program as well. So if if your customers uh, hang out on your social media channels, let them know about it and remind them about it because, you know, staying top of mind, it's usually the key on, uh, for, for the success of a program. Got it. And, okay, so I, I, I sign up, get the referrals, everything like that. What's What's a typical incentive if I'm the brain donor? So I guess I'm speaking from that perspective, kind of advocating for them. If I'm the brain donor, what kind of like incentives am I giving? Uh, what's been the most effective that you guys have seen from from your side of things? Yeah, I mean, it's always going to depend on your margins as a company and what you can afford to to give. Um, but I mean, we always recommend to give, uh, again, if it's possible, to give at least a 20% discount to the friend. Um, and I guess more more important than the actual amount itself, it's make sure that the incentive is truly unique. So uh, we've seen, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of cases in which the 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 store owners they set up a specific offer. Again, it could be like you know ten percent discount, five percent, fifteen, something like that. But 
they have other offers running in the store that are publicly available for everybody. We actually, we had a case last year. I remember one of our, uh, one of our best customers actually, uh, they had a really successful referral program and referral sales would literally sunk every, they will sink every single weekend. Uh, they would go from like, you know, making thousands every single day to like almost zero on Saturday and Sunday, and then they'll go back up on Monday. And so I remember having a call with them and asking like, well, you know what? So it's just, it's some, I mean, Saturdays and Sundays are just not a good day for you guys in general. Like as a store, they're like, no, actually those are our best selling days. So we started looking into that and we realized that they had a weekend offer that, you know, was, was getting, you know, publicized every single weekend. And so customers were referring their friends, their friends were reaching the store, but they realized that the coupon code that they got from their friends was lower than what they could get uh, at the store from the weekend sales. So what was happening there is that friends or like new customers were getting referred by customers, but they were, those customers were not getting rewarded for that because the, the kind of like the offer that they were given uh, to, to offer their friends wasn't good enough or wasn't as good as what they could just get by visiting the website. So it's always, I mean, again, it's a pretty unique type of incentive. It's a pretty unique um, way of getting some sort of like VIP access to a, to a brand. It's by getting recommended by somebody. So we always recommend to give something that's actually unique. And customers react pretty well to that. And if you have to choose which side of the deal gets a better deal or a better reward, it's always the friend. Because if you have a good brand with a good product, your customers love your product, they're probably going to refer anyway. So in a lot of the cases, in some of the most successful referral programs, it's about convincing that new customer to buy than convincing your customers to share because they're they're probably going to share anyway. So, but yeah, that's kind of what we what we see in, in uh, again, some of the best referral programs that we have. And there's always uh, some sort of combination of having a really good product really good support, really, you know, good kind of brand in general. Like if you don't have those items in place, like if, if your customers are not loving your product, a referral program is really not going to help. So, um, so just to clarify, if I'm, I'm a customer of Aaron's shop and I get the incentive of, let's say the, the 20% off, um, and I refer you Raul, then I don't get my discount until you use your discount. Is that correct? Or exactly. At, until I make it. Yeah. Until I make a purchase. Yeah. Okay. We typically use the coupon codes as part of the tracking system. So yeah, uh, in, in, in a lot of the cases, I will have to use my coupon code so I can, because the coupon code, it's tied to your referral link as okay. an advocate. So that's kind of how we can track the whole referral activity. Okay. Got it. And I know you mentioned the the twenty percent off, but I was also going through uh, through the website, and there's a a I guess a, a directory, if you will, of like just different examples. And I guess you could also do I guess cash back, and what what are some yep. other options that that they they can also do in terms of rewards? Yeah, so I mean the the the, the most commonly used one is is discounts, mostly because if you're selling a product that your or 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 a variety of products that your customers can buy on a somewhat regular basis, it just makes sense because you're incentivizing them to refer, but you're also giving them an incentive to come back to your store and buy from you again. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, it's, it's a very easy way to retain customers while you're acquiring new ones, but, but yeah, for, and again, we typically recommend, um, cash back or what we call custom rewards to those stores that maybe have more trouble selling, you know, selling to the same customer in a short time frame. So, I mean, the best example is 
mattresses. If you're selling mattresses and you're not selling any other kind of accessories, your customers are not going to come back and buy another mattress from you anytime soon. So giving them a discount, it's just, you know, going to make them mad probably. So uh, if you can give them a yeah cashback, so get like a 10% of your friend's purchase through PayPal. So, which is something that a lot of our, a lot of our customers that are in, in that kind of uh, industry, they, they offer, they offer some sort of commission, if you will. So you get a percentage of your friend's purchase. So that's, that's what we consider the cashback option. Uh, so yeah, the way, the way it works is that we just, uh, we've, we kind of like track what are the purchases that took place using a referral link. And then at the end of the month, we, we send out the res- those rewards via PayPal to the advocates. So they just, they just get the money uh, directly. They can use it however they want. And then the other option that we have is what we call the custom reward. So the custom reward is anything that's not a coupon or cash. So if you want to give uh, a gift card, or if you want to give like, you know, uh, like I don't know, a t-shirt or a hat, I mean, something along those lines, whatever it is, or a free product, um, you can select that option. The only difference between the customer reward and the other two is that referral candidate does not fulfill that reward. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't actually like send out the physical products to the applicant. So the store has to figure out a way to, you know, to get those, uh, those products with those rewards shipped. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty much automated. Guess what's the, what's the, if I do this or I like the incentive, obviously is to grow the brand, what kind of, um, revenue differences do you guys see? Like, so if I do, let's just say you do a million dollars per year and I have, you know, it, I, I'll just make up an email list size and then maybe that'll help specifics may help you. Right. And I got 50,000 people on my email list and I got 20,000 people on my SMS list. What kind of revenue either increases or like, you know, it, what kind of metric can we track there other than we got more people who are or purchasing and we're tracking it back to it. But um, you said that a lot of people already are going to refer to their friends anyway. Now we can actually point yep. it back to there. But do we see an increase of over total revenue? And like, if so, like what kind of percentages or maybe just some in general feedback you can give uh, for that? Yeah. So a while ago we did a study um, across, obviously, I mean, we obviously have customers that are, that are pretty small and then obviously they're, 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 they're taking the program off the ground is going to take them a little longer. So we, we kind of like studied our biggest merchants um, after a certain size and we took out what was the average, uh, what we call a referral rates. So referral rates, the percentage of revenue that's coming from referrals on a monthly basis. So, or in the other words, kind of like what's the lift that you're getting in, in total revenue from a referral program. And we, we saw that the average across all industries was about 2%. So that's what, on average, what our customers were seeing. Now, it, actually, if you, if you go to our case studies page, you'll see that uh, one number that kind of keeps keeps uh, coming up, it's 10%. So it's we realize that it's, it's not very difficult for brands to reach a level of 10%. And we have some outliers of like brands with over 30%. Uh, increase in, in in revenue coming from referrals. Those are kind of outliers, but getting a 10% increase in revenue from referrals, it's not impossible. I mean, it's definitely not easy, but it's definitely not impossible. We've seen it. And there's a couple of reasons why this kind of revenue, this kind of referral revenue is very important for, for merchants. The first one is because you're only, you're pretty much only paying for that kind of revenue once it actually arrives to your store. In other words, like you're not, 
you don't have to set up a budget uh, like you do when you're running like Facebook ads or Google ads. You're only paying based on performance. So you're paying discounts, you're paying commissions once the purchases take place. So it's, you're, you're again, you're paying uh, based on performance. You can set how much you want to pay for those purchases based on your own margin. So uh, if you want to be really aggressive and you want to offer like really big discounts to acquire that new customer and then kind of hope, I guess, or understand that that customer is going to stick around for a while, you can do that and maybe lose money on that first purchase because you know your customer is going to stick around. Or you can offer a smaller discount and again, like, you know, make that first purchase already profitable. So, uh, so again, that's that's one aspect that I that I think it's very positive for for merchants in terms of referral revenue and kind of why why it's different from other kind of revenue. And then the uh, what I was mentioning about the referral rate. So referral rate is once again it's referral revenue divided by total revenue. That referral revenue is new revenue, is revenue from new customers. So we're taking into account that those customers just made their first purchase, but again they're probably going to stick around for a while and uh, research in in referral marketing shows that referred customers typically spend more and they stick around longer than customers that were acquired through other channels um mostly because by the time they reach the store they are pretty much convinced like they were able to get uh, a really good sales pitch if you want from their friends i mean if you think about it if we think about the purchases that we've made recently, and not necessarily just purchases, we can think about, you know, uh, restaurants that we've visited or, or, you know, even like tourist destinations that we've gone to, how many of those decisions were based on on recommendations from friends. So it, it's a pretty powerful engine. Um, and yeah, so those customers, by the time they reach the store, they're pretty much convinced they just need to get their product, receive it, be happy with it. And then, you know, you'll, you'll have them I'm not, not going to say for life, but they're going to stick around for a while. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15-minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreownercom forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. Um, would you would you say that re- referral candy or even referral programs in general, if, if I mean, we, we tend to gravitate more towards apparel and clothing brands for, for it- the podcast. Um, do you think that makes sense for me as, a, as an apparel clothing brand just starting off? Like I, I'm starting my company next week. Like, do you think it makes sense for me to to start a referral program from the get go? Um, you know, considering I don't have a lot of, you know, customers yep. right away. Um, or is this something that you, you typically would want to, you know, for you to kind of get a, a good core, um, audience and customer base to then for this to make sense? I mean, it's, it's not a bad idea. It's just a matter of, uh, setting expectations correctly. So <laughs> referral programs are a numbers game at the end of the day. Um, if you ask, and this is just human nature, uh, if you ask, your customers, if you run a, an MPA survey and, you know, net promoter score and you ask your customers, you know, from zero to 10, how will, how, how likely are you to refer us to your friends and family? Let's assume that out of a hundred customers, uh, 80 or 90, hopefully say 10, right? They're very likely to refer out of those 90 that said that they love your product and they're, they're for sure going to refer you. 
probably only half of them are actually going to do it. And it's not because they, they love your brand or because they, they, they lied. It's just because you know, there's a million things that happen in our daily lives and then they don't, they don't remember to do it. So now we have 45. Out of those 45 that are actually going to refer their friends and family, how many of those are actually going to end up having a friend that clicks on the link and then goes to a store and then makes, I mean, it's just, it's just another sales funnel, right? So out of a hundred, maybe you can expect, like we said earlier, about maybe two of them actually go and make a purchase kind of based on the average that we were talking about earlier. So it's just a matter of setting up expectations. It's a channel that needs numbers and it needs volume. In fact, we, we typically think that, uh, and this is kind of based on what we've seen in the company that the perfect timing for a brand to set up a referral program, it's once they reach a thousand orders a month. That's like, like you should definitely do it. If you're reaching a thousand orders a month, you should definitely start a referral program. That doesn't mean that if you have 500, it's, you know, it's not, it's, it's a bad idea. It's still a good idea, but it's probably gonna take a little longer. And if you have a hundred orders a month, it's gonna take even longer. And if you have 50 or 20 or 10 years starting up, it's gonna take a while. So it's just a matter of like knowing like setting up those expectations correctly. Now, is it a bad idea? I don't think so because those first customers, especially you as a founder, you're probably gonna take care of those customers a lot more than you will to your 10,000 customer because you're you as a founder, you're probably gonna talk to them on support. You're probably going to like maybe send them a handwritten note in their package. You're probably going to like personally follow up with them after the order to, to see how it was and what they thought about it. So those customers, they have the potential of being very loyal just because of the care that you're providing to them. And that doesn't mean that they're going to just go out and refer right away. But uh, again, you're, you're kind of like setting up those, like you're planting the seeds for, uh, you know, really loyal customers that are hopefully will, will stick around for a while. So again, not a, I mean, not a bad idea. It's a good idea. It's just that you need to know that it's a channel that it's probably not going to pay off anytime soon. Um, but you're laying a good foundation for future customers to come. So, yeah, that makes sense. What's the, I guess, um, the, in this gamer, the way that I've, I think through referral candy, like if I, if, to Christian's example, right? I'm just starting up. Um, I'm likely doing some stuff with uh, people who have maybe some audiences I can audience hack a little bit with that. Did, does everybody, who is part of that, like I can create, I, and I saw it on your guys' site too. I think it was, yeah, where was that? It was like, everybody has unlimited customers, right? That's <laughs> the, the, and it's, I like your naming here too. Everybody, it's like premium is is like the lowest level, which is nice, good naming. But um, what's the difference between going from premium versus like the plus? Like when do I know that I need it? And like, do I need to have like, plus to be able to use like influencers and have tons of other customers using it and tracking different things. Like when would that come to play? I'm just trying to figure out what's the best, like which product tier do I need to be at basically? Yeah. So one thing that you need to know about our pricing plans is that we're, we're never going to force you into upgrading so you can continue running your referral program. So there's, you know, like there, there's lots of software options that, you know, if you reach maybe a certain threshold on the number of, of contacts that you've uploaded, for example, they'll, you know, after you reach that number, they'll force you to upgrade. Or after you said you, you hit certain limits, they'll force you to upgrade to a higher monthly fee. Uh, we, we don't, we don't do that. Um, from the start, we give you everything that you need to run a successful referral program. In fact, I mean, 
we have million dollar businesses that are on on the lowest plan just because of again they have everything they need the reason the main reason why you upgrade from uh from the 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 premium two plus is because you've you've reached a certain level of referral revenue and then it's it makes more sense to for you to upgrade so you can pay a lower commission on referral sales so our pricing is 59 a month if if we're talking monthly not annually but uh it's 59 a month and 3.5 percent and the other plan it's 299 and 1.5 so if you upgrade to plus you're upgrading you're you're paying a higher monthly fee but you're paying a lower commission on referral sales so i think uh, i don't have the math in um in my mind right now but i think if i remember correctly i think it's about once you hit like 10 or 12k in referral revenue per month that's when it starts to make more sense to upgrade to the plus plan again i'll have to do the math again but i kind of remember that that's what i that's what i remember um just because you're gonna start paying less now the you're gonna start paying less based on the volume of referral revenue that you're generating now on the on the plus plan we have additional features so uh, again you you get a a dedicated account manager you get a quarterly review but again those are things that Again, they're 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 nice to have, and you know we'll provide it for you. Just I mean, and, and it makes sense for you just because you're probably been around for a while if if you've reached that level and you've been you know running a successful referral program up until that point. Uh, but the the main reason why anybody would upgrade it's just because they're the referral program is doing so well, they're making so much money that it just makes sense for them to to upgrade. So um, yeah, that's like the number one reason. And then for influencers, if you want to work with influencers, we have a separate product that we launched last year that's called Influencer Candy. Um, where we connect brands with influencers. And then we also, we figure out kind of like a, a pricing structure that we believe it's pretty fair for for everybody involved, for the brand and for for the influencer and for our, ourselves as well in terms of kind of how we, how we charge. Um, kind of based on the same idea of our own pricing on referral candy, which is that we put skin in the game. So we make money, essentially we make money when the, when the referral program is it's making money because we charge a commission on it. So instead of making you, instead of making you upgrade from one plan to another, or after you have let's say invite ten thousand customers, we're just gonna let you invite as many customers as you want. You can have as many tracked purchases as you want, and we're only gonna charge based on actual conversions. So, uh, yes, for influencer candy, it's pretty similar to that, and we want we also want the influencers to have a little bit more skin in the game when they work with brands, and not necessarily just get paid for the content and then, you know, kind of hope that the con- the content's going to convert or not. Uh, but yeah, influencers, that's something you can have on top of your referral program with Influencer Candy. So you don't necessarily have to upgrade to a more expensive plan to to add it to your to your uh, marketing strategy. So I had a, Aaron, I don't know if you have something more related to this, but I was just kind of thinking about, I, I understand the, the influencer component, but is there a way within referral candy that, I mean, like you said, like if I have my core 10 perks customers that um, they're just absolutely killing it in terms of like referring other people, is there a way for me to maybe set a, a custom set of rules just for these yeah. like customers so that the incentive that they get may be a little bit more than, I mean, my regular customer? Yeah. So the way we've been doing that up until now and for the next few months uh, just because we have a product release that's going to kind of, you know, improve this. Um, before you could have kind of like a separate referral candy account uh, that we, uh, you know, we only charge the commission on that. So you don't, you don't pay for two accounts. Uh, you right. just pay 
kind of like a, an extension of the one that yeah. you have. Um, and then you can run a separate program there for, so typically companies have a referral program on one referral candy account, then they have another referral candy account for, for influencers or for affiliates, you know, or something along those lines. And then the, the, the commission structure is different. They offer cash instead of discounts, you know, um, and in the next few months, so hopefully, yeah, very soon, uh, uh we're going to have, uh, like fully live. We're going to have a, a, a new feature that's called multi-campaign, which means that you can run multiple referral programs from your referral candy account. So you can have, uh, again, one, like the one you just said, so you can have an audience of customers, let's say, uh, customers who have spent more than X dollars in the last six months. And you, they automatically get added to this new multi-campaign, this, this other campaign with a different set of, of rules and a different set of rewards. Um, and you can either decide who joins that, or you can set some sort of conditions so customers can, um, can like, you know, automatically get allocated to different campaigns based on the conditions you've set. So, so again, that's, it's going to come out uh, soon. Um, but yeah, we don't, we don't have a date for that yet, but it's, it's coming up pretty soon, but yeah, it's, it's essentially that. I mean, at the end of the day, those, those customers or those affiliates or those even within, I mean, this, these are power loss at the end of the day, right? Like the, probably the 20% of your customers are the ones that are going to drive 80% of your revenue. So you want to make sure that those are taken care of and same with influencers, same with, same with affiliates and yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That's awesome. Kind of, kind of along that lines, right? I, I, we don't have to, there's, there's obviously competition within the, the affiliate space. What helps you guys stand out? And I think it's also kind of a, a point of which, you know, whenever Christian and I are speaking on either the podcast or YouTube channel or anything is we always want to try to find the, the best of the best um, for this. So what helps you guys stand out kind of against the competition? What's different about you guys that, I mean, other than longevity, which I think is a big, um, big one, but anything else? I'm one, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say, I mean, longevity is a big, it's a, it's a big one. Our name, obviously after 13 years, you know, it's I, anytime I go to a, uh, an e-commerce event, everybody at least has heard of referral candy. So that's, it's always great. Um, but I think that one of the, I guess two main reasons why we've been around for so long and, and we're still, again, one of the, one of the main platforms in the, in the ecosystem. Um, I think it's our philosophy that you can see in our pricing, which is putting skin in the game. Uh, we, we will, will make money once the merchants make money. So we are essentially, we're committed to making sure that the referral programs are going to work and we're going to provide them with as many tools as possible so they can make the referral program work not only tools, but also kind of educational content so they can, so they know, because again, I mean, a, a referral program, it's just like any other marketing channel. Like it, you, you can just turn it on and it will automatically start working. It's, you need to do some work and you need to optimize it and you need to figure out what are the best types of rewards and what is the best time to reach your specific customers and, uh, and what's the best channel to reach your specific customers. So again it requires a little bit of um of experimentation and, and and education as well but we're gonna put all that in there so so we try to make sure that the referral program is gonna work well because that's when we'll make money so and again that's that's the first one um and then the second one i would say is because we've remained niche and i don't know if i said this uh earlier in the podcast but um again the majority of our competitors they decided to expand horizontally they like decided that referrals uh, it's it's okay but you know there's 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 like other channels that should be in an equal plane as as referrals and so and you know we have 
customer, we have customers that uh, they run referral programs and then down the line, they decide that they want a loyalty program and then they, they leave referral candy and they set up a loyalty program with a different app. But then we also have the other way around. We have uh, merchants that run a, a loyalty program and they realize that the, the, the number one thing that they actually want their customers to do is to refer their friends. Cause it's like one of the very few, uh, alongside purchases is one of the very few activities in which you can track the direct ROI of that activity. So if you're giving points to a customer for signing up to, a, to your to your newsletter or, or sharing something on social media or following you on social media or leaving a review, those are things that they have value, but they don't have necessarily they don't necessarily have dollar a dollar value that you can directly allocate to that specific activity. But referrals do because you refer a friend, your friend your friend makes a purchase. That's revenue. You can see exactly how much you made from that referral. Um, and so we, we believe in the power of referrals. We believe that it's a, it's a channel that it's not only useful, but it, especially these days, that's so difficult and so expensive to acquire new customers. It's one of the very few channels that's still performance-based. And so again, we, instead of adding more products to referral candy and more features separate from referrals and have a bunch of things going on that are okay, we want to have the our goal is to have the, you know, a best in class product, like the best referral marketing option that you can possibly have, because that's 100% what we're focused on. So I would say, I mean, and, and again, it's also part of the reason why we've been around for so long, like that kind of probably explains the longevity. So. Yeah, I, that, I mean, that's the part that I think I will help us kind of go to bat too. And the, the selling points for why people would, would choose you and have chosen you. Uh, we mentioned this kind of in the beginning of the podcast, or at least before we even started recording. There's there's a lot of things that are, I I think relevant or things that we're probably not even aware of to ask. And so I'm just curious on on your end, as a direct to consumer like DTC, uh, e-commerce brand, and like I said, a lot of people listening to the podcast are like clothing brands. But what questions did we not ask that? that would be of value to the people listening right now that we make sure that we, we hit on before we, we let you go. I would say that, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to phrase the question, but the answer would be, <laughs> um, like, well, I guess the question is, am I ready to launch a referral program? Uh, that's probably the, the, the question that I would ask as a, as a store owner. And the answer would be, there's several things that you can, look at to see if your brand's ready for a referral program. The first one is to, and if, if you're a store owner and you're a small brand, you probably talk to customers directly, is to to see if your customers have asked for a referral program because they that means that they are already referring people and they just want to get something out of it. They're like, hey, I'm I'm working for you. Like, you know, give me give me a little something. Um if you are uh, maybe the CEO of a bigger brand, talk to your customer success, success team and ask them like, hey, how, how often do people ask if we have a referral program? That's that's like, again, one of the very early signs that you need a referral program. Um, and then see how what percentage of your customers, I mean, this is probably a metric that you that most store owners know uh, by heart, but like what's the, how often do your customers come back in, in a year and they make the multiple purchases from, from you? Um, because running a referral program with discounts and even more, if you're running subscriptions, running a referral program 
that's tied to your subscription program, it's huge. Actually, um, we earlier this year, we, we released an integration with pretty much every uh, Shopify subscription app in, in the App Store. One of the reasons why we did that is because we realized that some of the best performing referral best performing referral programs that we had at the company were from subscription brands. And it makes sense because those are probably the most loyal customers in the whole uh, direct-to-consumer ecosystem. These are people that just give you the credit card and they're like, just send me, just send me your 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 products every month or every two weeks or you know something something like that. So um, so again, if you're running subscriptions or if you're running uh, businesses in which your customers are coming back often, then you're again you're probably are in a good position to run a referral program. But even more, if your if your customer success team is getting requests, that's another good sign. If your customers are leaving good reviews without you asking for those, that's another you know really good sign that you need a referral program. In other words. Are your customers happy? And if the answer is yes, and without hesitation, do you need a referral program? Because yeah. we mean that you're leaving money on the table. Awesome. And I, I I also saw on the website too, and we'll get this, hopefully you'll let us be one of the partners, but we'll try to get that into the podcast beforehand, but join as partners and then try to give some kind of incentive or, or link or discount uh, for everybody who listens to the podcast whenever they they link will put your guys' information, but also have some kind of link from us to the um, to those customers so that they can get the best deal possible for you guys as well. Absolutely. Like, assuming you let us in, but we'll do our best. We'll do our best. You're in, you're in. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, we really, uh, I, I learned a ton here. We'll definitely have to um, like chat afterwards and uh, get into this program and then start sharing this and then we can, you know, come back with some case studies in the future, but really appreciate the time. Yeah. Thank you guys for, for having me. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBraining and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.